Hello and welcome to Finch Shots Daily. In today's episode, we offer an extremely simplistic explanation on why everyone's talking about WorldCoin. Before we start today's episode, here's a quick announcement from Team Ditto. If you're someone who's great at communicating and are enthusiastic to join our team, Ditto is looking to recruit new insurance advisors. And no, you don't even need to know about insurance. We would train you from scratch and you can enjoy working remotely with a great team. So if you are interested or know someone who is, please click the link in the description below. Now, on to today's episode. Imagine this. You walk into a room and see a shiny chrome and metallic spherical ball placed on a table. The instructions are clear. Number one, allow the sphere to scan your iris. Each person's iris is unique, just like your fingerprints are one of a kind. Number two, it will create a unique identification number for you and then delete the nuances of what makes your iris unique. It will simply store the identification number, or at least that's what the sphere promises. Number three, in return for your trouble, you will be rewarded with money. Does this sound like a Black Mirror episode? Well, it isn't. This is reality, and this sphere or orb is Sam Altman's creation and promise. Yes, the same man who's behind OpenAI's revolutionary ChatGPT. And the orb is everywhere as you listen to this episode. Over 2 million people have signed up across 35 cities, including Berlin, Paris, Tokyo and Nairobi, even Bengaluru. People have been queuing up at the Mantri Mall here to get the irises scanned. What's really going on, you ask? Well, this folks is Worldcoin. Sure, it looks and sounds quite dystopian, but it does have a very audacious and commendable goal. Help people who lose jobs to AI. Basically, Altman seems to be a tiny bit worried that his own exploits with OpenAI will lead to the destruction of existing jobs. He doesn't want people's income to disappear. He worries that the folks running AI will make money. The others won't. Wealth and income inequality will grow by leaps and bounds. And no one wants that, right? So maybe some form of universal basic income or UBI can fix that. Think of UBI as free money with no strings attached. You get paid for just living, for existing on the face of the earth. In this case, the trade-off is giving someone else your iris. Not literally, of course. But wait, why does Worldcoin even want to scan irises? See, AI and robots are getting smarter by the minute. They can fool us into believing they are human. Heck, GPT-4 even tricked a human to help it solve a captcha. You know, those click boxes with trees kind of things? It's meant to weed out bots. But AI found a workaround. So who knows what tricks they'll soon have up their sleeve to convince us they're human too. So if you're setting up a project for UBI, it seems like the number one priority is don't pay money to robots. And that means getting humans to actually prove they're human first. Or what they call proof of humanity or proof of person. We humans have to actually prove that we are human does sound quite dystopian already. Anyway, next question then is what do humans have that robots can't mimic? At least not yet. And remember we also needed to be unique to each human to ensure no problems with duplicate identities. The answer to that is fingerprints or irises. So like the Aadhaar card uses our fingerprints for biometric verification, Worldcoin decided to rely on irises because they simply believe that modifying fingerprints is easy. A cut or two can derail the entire identification process. Also, as you get older, or depending on the hard labor you do, the ridges and valleys of the fingerprint can wear off. 
On the other hand, they claim that the structure of the iris is much more stable and hard to modify. Well, let's believe that for now. So yes, scan your iris and get a unique ID. And who knows, if the project catches on, this could be a universal authentication method. In a way, maybe like how a Google authentication lets you sign into different websites. Just like that, since this ID has already established who's human, it might be able to clamp down on fake social media accounts and even negate chatbots and prevent scams. But wait, what about the money and universal basic income? How does WorldCoin have so much money to dole out willy-nilly? Okay, here's one thing that we didn't mention. WorldCoin isn't actually giving out real money. Instead, you get a cryptocurrency. It has its own token called WLD and when people sign up, they get 25 tokens. Also, the website says after sign up, eligible verified users can claim one free WLD token per week. Now, you can imagine that this is quite an easy thing to do for the company. Cryptocurrencies are basically something that's magically whipped out of thin air. So WorldCoin can simply keep creating tokens over and over again. Sure, they've placed an upper limit of 10 billion tokens for now, but that can always change. Now the thing is, people still need WLD tokens to be valuable. That's the only way they can work as income. And by now you know that cryptocurrencies don't have any intrinsic value. It derives its value from the scarcity of tokens. And not to forget the story the creator of the tokens tells people. The more compelling the story, the higher the probability that people will want their hands on it. So if people believe Altwin's ambition can actually turn into a digital world ID for all sorts of purposes, then that could drive its prices higher. Or if they believe the roadblocks are greater, then that could prove to be a problem for the token's value. For starters, there's the privacy issue. We're basically trusting a private entity with our uniquely identifiable data. And sure, WorldCoin says that it deletes everything immediately, that it just keeps an ID and that even this ID is securely stored on the blockchain. But should people believe this blindly? After all, the folks at the MIT Tech Review did a scathing breakdown of its numerous issues last year, including its deceptive marketing techniques to get people to get their irises scanned. Also, TechCrunch reported that the accounts of those ORB operators had been hacked recently. We don't know what data can be accessed on the ORB. Also, there are some experts who have posed another question. The orb which scans irises is a physical device. It might be quite easy to tamper with it. If someone so desires, they might be able to create pathways to access data before it's deleted and then use it for their own gains. Might be possible, right? But the bigger threat to WorldCoin's ambitions are governments themselves. Kenya has already stopped WorldCoin in its tracks and Germany and France are investigating it. Everyone's concerned about data privacy. They might even be concerned about this whole UBI gimmick. That's basically government territory. They're the ones responsible for social welfare, not some private organization that's collecting biometric data of their citizens and operates in a regulatory gray area. Not to forget that countries like India don't like cryptocurrencies in the least bit. Why would governments encourage another Silicon Valley type tech company that's a bit of a privacy gamble as well as a cryptocurrency bet? So yes, WorldCoin's proposition might be alluring. Every human is eligible for a share of WLD simply for being human. But maybe think about it for a second before you go rushing to sign away your iris. Thank you for listening to today's episode. FinShots Daily is available on a bunch of streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Until next time.